0: So, normally, right about this time of year, uh, start of new financial year, we have a message to do with money and possessions, and that's going to come next week. So, uh, uh, so Philip's going to lead us on that, so that will be great, that'll be next week. But we're carrying on today with Colossians, Colossians 1, starting from verse 21, and goes through to the... Chapter 2, verse 1. And the question really today is, is uh, the Christian faith, being a follower of Jesus, is that like having a happy face, or is it like a sad face? Is it a happy face, or a sad face? Because some, you know, they, as they talk about the Christian faith, it's... Um, it's amazing, and it's wonderful, which it is. And others, they say, you know, it's really, it's really hard. It's, really, it's a struggle. And so you kind of get these two different ideas. So let's read the scripture, and then we'll talk about that. Once you were alienated from God, we're enemies in your mind because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation, if you continue in your faith, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Now, I rejoice in what I am suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me personally. And Lord, we ask as we open up your scripture today, you would speak to us. Amen. So we have uh, two options today. And because we're a semi-democratic church, we're going to, we're going to give you a vote. So is it happy face or sad face? Happy or sad? Both. Both. Okay. It's both. So we, we got, We've got two, happy and sad. Who We're going to have a vote. If you want to have the happy stuff first, you put up your hand. If you want to have the sad stuff first, put up your hand. Okay, everyone shut your eyes. You only get one vote, one hand. So if you want the happy one first, hands up. Okay, hands down. If you want the sad one first, hands up. Okay, we're going to start. So that's... That's the sad, that's the happy, we're going to start with the sad. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, the sad face. First thing about the faith is, verse 21, you were alienated. Alienated. You were separated. Back then, pre-Christ, you... They then alienated to God, separated, apart from God. You know, people that have been alienated from their land and culture and language. You know, we know this. History shows us that leads to incredible lostness, that alienation. And people alienated from God too. That's terrible. To be separated from such a kind and loving God. Also, alienation from God has negative results in society and individuals. Separated, lost, we know that. There was a movie in 2007 that had um, Robin Williams in it, the late Robin Williams. It's called August Rush. And in this movie, it's about this really gifted orphan called Evan. And he runs away from his orphanage and and. He searches New York City looking for his parents, and he's an incredible musician. This young boy, eleven-year-old boy, and he comes under the influence of uh, of a man that's uh, Robin Williams. He has all these orphans, and they bask and beg and steal. They live in an old abandoned theater, and Robin Williams discovers this boy, gives him the name. August Rush, and he devises a a plan that where he can profit from this boy's talents. And uh, one thing that the boy, Evan, doesn't know is that at the same time, his parents are looking for him. And at one stage in the movie, Robin Williams, the wizard, asks Evan, he asked him this question, if there was one thing in all the world that you could have, what would it be? And Evan answers, Found. Found. He wanted to be found. Found is good. Found is great. You know, alienated from God, that is not good. And pre-Christ, that's what it is. Alienation from God. And those that have not found Christ, they, that's where they still are. Alienated from God. First happy, uh, sorry, first Sad face. Second sad face. Verse 21. You are enemies in your mind. Not just apathetic, but antagonistic. Anti. Enemy. He hoa riri te ngaro. Enemies in your mind. Evil behavior. Have you ever noticed how excited and heated hardcore atheists get? Ah, but if there was no God, what's the big deal? You know, why get angry? (laughs) If there's nothing out there, why the rage? But you were pre-Christ enemies in your mind. It's a second sad faith, sad face. Third sad face, the faith is hard. It involves serving. And sacrifice and suffering and labor and struggle, verses 24, 25 and 2.1. For the writer, this writer, Paul, the salvation, uh, the fact of his salvation and the hope, it made Paul willing to serve and suffer because of that hope that he had for later on. Uh, Psalm 71. Verse 20, David wrote this. Though you have made me, as David uh, talks to God in the psalm, though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, but you will restore my life again. Though you have made me see trials, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. Fact of the matter is God does involve us in his work that, that takes uh suffering sometimes and serving a lot of the time. And and at times there's a pretty good chance that we will cop some flack that the faith will involve sacrifice, sweat, tiredness, being misunderstood, insults, slander, and exclusion. Other places in the world it gets worse than that. There's physical opposition. There's death at times. The faith is hard. It involves serving and sacrifice and labor and struggle. Just wanted to tell you that. Winston Churchill, the new Prime Minister of wartime England, Second World War, famously said this in 1940. As he arranged his government for the Second World War, this is what he said. I would say to the House, as I said to those who have joined this government, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears and sweat. We have before us an ordeal of the most grievous kind. We have before us many, many long months of struggle and suffering. You ask, what is our policy? I will say it is to wage war by sea, land and air, with all our might, with all the strength that God can give us to wage war against the monstrous tyranny never surpassed in the dark and lamentable catalogue of human crime. That is our policy. You ask what is our aim and I can answer in one word. Victory. Fourth, sad face. The hope of glory. The hope of glory. The hope. to It's the hope of glory. God has not fully arrived here yet. We have, we have instead the hope of glory. Some aspects of glory are possessed now. But some are promised for later. Some are possessed now. But some are promised for later. It's a hope of glory. It'd be wonderful if everything about the glory of God had arrived now, but it hasn't. Some is coming later. Watch this space. Fifth sad face. Verse 28. Admonishing. We proclaim, Paul says, we proclaim him admonishing and teaching. Admonishing and teaching. Uh, that means warning or, a, or growling. You know, imagine a coach that only ever encouraged saying stuff like, that is wonderful the way you are always dropping the ball. That's fantastic. You know, that, that doesn't help pain. Hey? You gotta say, stop dropping the ball. So being admonished hurts. Hurts our feelings, hurts our pride, but it is part of the faith at times. Being admonished. Uh, I'm just going to give you a heads up. You may not always be encouraged in the faith. Sometimes you might be admonished. Okay, so that's sad faces. And now the happy faces. Yeah. Verse 22, verse 22, you have scrubbed up very well. Now you are reconciled. Now you are holy. Now you are free. Now you are without blemish. Now you are free from accusation. You are being made perfect. Amen. You know, God is not your, your accuser. Satan is your accuser. God is on your side. Amen. You have scrubbed up pretty good. Second happy face. There is a universal relevance and announcement of the gospel. Verse twenty-three. It has been preached, announced to every creature. Uh, Kinga mea iraro oterangi. It has been announced to every creature under the sky. Really. Really? Is that true? How do we explain that one? Most likely, this is a deliberate exaggeration. Another uh, example of this is Acts 2, verse 5, where it says, People from every nation were there in Jerusalem. From every nation. Well, probably not. Not every single nation. But you know what he was getting at? That there were all sorts of people from all over the place. And Paul says... um, Every creature, and this is in comparison to in Colossians at that time, there were these heretical teachers that were teaching that they had the secret knowledge, just them, and just a an inner circle that had the secret knowledge. Well Paul says, well actually, the good news is for everyone, 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 not just an inner circle, this is for Everyone. Hebrews 1, first few verses, says the same thing. This mystery has been made known. We've got the code, it is Christ. Third happy face, verse 28. We proclaim him admonishing and teaching. And teaching. It's like the uh, French word uh, for marchand, teaching. Uh, whaka'ako, it's learning, it helps us, it assists us, it makes us wise, keeps us on that road that we're going towards, towards perfection, builds us up, not just admonishment and warnings, but teaching as well. Jesus said in Matthew 7, if you hear my words and put them into practice, it's like a wise person that builds on a solid foundation, that and that house will stand. Amen. We've got this teaching. It's so helpful to us. And fourth and final happy face. Verse 29. It is his energy. It's not just us, but it's his energy. I struggle with his energy. I struggle with his energy. And for those interested in theological debates, there's one that's been going on for many centuries, and it's to do with, is it his energy or our energy? Is it what, he, what Christ has done is or what we do? And it's um, in, grouped into two groups, called the Calvinists and Armenians. Um, from the 17th century, although seeds were in it before that. The Calvinists, they emphasize the importance of Christ's efforts. The Armenians, they emphasize the importance of our efforts and our faith. And both are actually true. Both have biblical backup. And they're not really opposing. But they're more like railway lines. They go alongside each other. It's Christ's effort with us. It's Christ in us. Both are true. There's an old saying, pray as if everything depends on God. Work as if everything depends on you. It's both. And it's his energy. Okay, so I told you a lie. Uh, it's not two faces. There's actually three. Sorry about that. So the last one, la- last one is a straight face. Straight face is I couldn't fit it in. Was it this one or that one? So actually it's more like a straight face. It says this verse twenty three if you continue in your faith established and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. If you continue in the faith, established and firm, not moved uh from the hope held out in the gospel. Uh ki koto kitfakapono. Uton moton if you continue established not moved firm You know one of the, the duties of parenthood you can't you just can't escape it uh all the time. Sometimes you just you just gotta turn up to the sports days occasionally yeah you have to do it and it's one of the things you gotta do. So I went to one recently, one of our children, and I was surprised how slowly he ran. And he started, really? Is that that the pace he's going to run at? And it was. (laughs) The whole race, that was his pace. And he didn't change. And you know the amazing thing? He did really well because everyone else was changing their pace. You know, they started really fast or they just stopped. But my one, he just started at quite a slow pace and he just continued on. You know, he didn't win, but he got in probably in the top third just by sticking at it, staying at that pace. Continue, haure tonu, keep going. You know, I want to finish with this. Don't try and set the world on fire in terms of your faith. You know, I've seen people do that. They try to be amazing, you know, incredible for Jesus in their in their own strength. You know, and there's been some horrific um, uh, fallovers I've seen from that. Do be obedient. Do continue. Do continue in the Lord. And uh, just... Just carry on. Hey. Have you been found by God? Have you been found by God? Have you been found by God? If you haven't, do you want to be found by God? He wants to find you. If you've been alienated, if you feel alienated, he wants to be close again. Do you want to say yes to God? You can. You can. People will pray today for you. Uh, Anything you want today. Uh, so they'll come up the front now. Let's pray right now, and those some of our prayers can come up the front as we pray. Yeah, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you you don't like alienation. You love to find us. It's thing you love to do. You're the running Father who runs after the prodigal son, and um, help us to continue uh, not in our strength, but in your strength. Yeah that you do love us, even in the ups and downs, even when you've shown us um, troubles, many and bitter, but you will again show us uh, your smile. Pray that for these people today. Even in the ups and downs, uh, you would be there with them, and they would sense your presence and continue, continue in the race of the faith, because you love us, Jesus. Amen.